This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate. All opinions or statements expressed on the program are solely those of Good News in Real Estate or their guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT or Odyssey. This program has been pre-recorded. There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account with convenient locations throughout our city of brotherly love. Also online at pfcu.com with free online and mobile banking. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. This is Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. It's good news in real estate. If you're a homeowner, if you're selling a home, or perhaps purchasing a home or vacation property, welcome to our home. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Your hosts for the next radio hour, the mortgage mom, Deanne Kitsaris, along with real estate veteran and owner-operator of the Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, Mark Cumberland. Your real estate education starts right now. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Good afternoon. Get ready to laugh and learn here on Good News in Real Estate on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. I'm Mark Cumberland, along with my co-host, the mortgage mom. Deanne Katsaris. How are you, Deanne? I am just fabulous, Mark. Fabulous. Me too. I'm in good shape. So we're excited to be here every week at Saturday, 1 o'clock, our 14th year on the radio, here on Talk Radio 1210. If you want to ask us a question about mortgages with the Mortgage Mom, residential, commercial, real estate, give us a call. We always answer our phone, 267-266-5501 is mine. (laughs) What's your number, Deanne? My number is 609-605-7153. And you can listen to today's show and past shows at our website, goodnewsandrealestate.com, and also at WPHT's website. So what's coming up today? Coming up on today's show, Mark, we have the market report. We also have our business tips with Asking Dr. A. Continuing series, yes. We have Mark's funny story. I I dragged one out from a couple years ago. It's a good one. Uh Uh-oh. We also have our Mortgage Mom topic, which is how a mortgage works. You're going to be sitting on the edge of your seat with this segment. (laughs) Mark, we also have um, two guests today. We have Howard and Tara DeReyes, and they are the broker owners of Next Home Lifestyle Realty. And they're here to talk about a buyer's rebate program. I went over this program with them. I love it. I don't know why more people aren't doing it, but we're going to give you the scoop on it. Very good. We also have our questions. I'm on Social Security, and I am now disabled. My domestic partner is also on Social Security. She makes 866 I make 925 Can I qualify for a VA loan? Next question is, I would, I would like to lease option or rent for my family and need an agreement that will work with me regarding the deposits, the first and last. Where do I get one? Staples. (laughs) (laughs) Next question is, my income is 19,125. Can I buy a house? The next question is, what does an inspection cover on the house in detail? Detail? Detail, details. I am Mr. Detail too. Oh God, and warm and fuzzy. (laughs) Add that in there. 
So Mark, our topic of the day is six tips to help you sell a home during the holidays. This is, yeah. I love this topic. This is a we great always, topic. We do this one every year, right? We do. The, we do. Yeah. But first, give us your motivational quote. And the motivational quote is, life is 10% of what happens to you and 90% how you react to it. Take it from me. That is true. (laughs) (laughs) So where are we at? So, Mark, we are up to the market report. So there's the bell. So anyway, NAR put out a report recently. And amid the backdrop of the high inflation, the inflated mortgage rates, and the slowing sales activity, severely limited housing inventory will prevent large home price drops for most of the country next year, according to Lawrence Young, the NAR chief. You know, I think things are going to be pretty good next year, actually. Young analyzed the current state of residential market, shared his 2023 outlook, and uh, he was down in Florida when he did this. How about for that? Most parts of the, for most parts of the country, home prices are holding steady since available inventory is still extremely low. Like our inventory here, we're up to like, what, 5,800 homes out of 600,000. So some places are experiencing gains, while some places, noticeably, notably California, are seeing prices pull back. Because they got all kinds of problems, <laughs> like 2,000 people a day leaving. Oh, my God. Young noted today's market conditions are fundamentally different than those experienced during the Great Recession of 08. A lot of things are different. Like, I see the doom and gloomers Facebook, and they keep bringing this up. It's not, we're not There's even nothing that's that. even the same other no, than, no, you know, there no, isn't anything no. that's the same. We're in a, in a funky place right now. Right, and the distressed property sales are almost non-existent at 2%. You know, so, like I just told a class, I asked them, what percentage of the country was in foreclosure in 2008, the worst market in history? And they were all like 50%, 70%, 80%. I told them it was 5.1%. They couldn't believe it. Of course. It. I said, because the average is 3 to 4% due to divorce, jobs, whatever. Short sales are almost impossible because of the significant price appreciation in the last two years because everybody had so much equity and still does. Right. Driven, driven by the unprecedented rate, which mortgage rates climbed a little bit from 3% to now around 6 or 7 the downturn in the market has been, you know, the outside overall economic performance is good. So the sliding sales and home, home building is the problem. They're having a problem catching up. There are like 5 million houses behind. If that happened, that would really help our cause here. We get more inventory. But the October Consumer Price Index showed inflation rising less than expected. We're still at about seven and a half, close to eight. But I wish, you know, I have a lot of opinions on that one. But we won't get into that. No, keep going. But anyway, (laughs) the bottom line is 2023, they're expecting home sales to decline by 7%, while the nation median home sale price increase will increase by one to two percent now i think this is nationwide but in philly markets are still going up so so they i project and he projects a strong rebound in in 23 and 24 i do too with a 10 percent jump in sales in 24 so things are not bad but the real estate market is fine the public just doesn't know what's going right, on and it's our job to educate them so yeah we're the only show in philly in the Philly metro market. Yeah. Speaking of educating, 
your yeah, tell them the rates. Your thirty-year fixed is at six point eight seven five. Your fifteen-year fixed is at six percent. Your five-one arm is at six point two five percent. Your FHA is at six and a half percent, as well as your VA. Now these rates came down, so you know it's it's all positive all the time. So that's what we're going to stick with. That's right. And historically, rates run 8 to 14%. So anyway, with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All positive, all the time. We'll be right back. On behalf of the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, we hope you're enjoying Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland. The Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. All right, welcome back to Good News and Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD, all positive, all the time. So where are we at, end? You want to say something first? I did. Well, we ran out of time um, hitting the commercial break. So I wanted to mention that, you know, with the rates where they are right now, higher rates are simply the cost of entry into today's competitive market. So we're paying a higher, which means don't sit on the fence. And wait for these rates to get get lower because right now you're paying that higher cost not to pay the higher cost twenty thirty forty fifty thousand dollars over the asking price. So we can always refinance, but you're never going to be able to change that principle unless you pay it down. So my advice is jump into the housing market now. It's great, right? And plus, it's still appreciating. So, I mean, Correct. the prices are only going to keep going up. Correct. All right. All right. But that's what I wanted to say. No problem. Um, so, we are up to your funny story. All right. So, uh, I told this one a couple of years ago, and then something reminded me of it. But this newly couple moves into their new house, and one day the husband comes home from work, and he says, honey, you know, in that upstairs bathroom, I think she goes, uh, I think one of the pipes is leaking. Could you fix it? And the husband says, what do I look like, Mr. Plumber? few days goes by he comes home from work and the wife says honey the car won't start i think it needs a new battery could you change it for me he goes what i look like mr goodwrench another few days goes by it's raining real hard the wife finds a leak in the roof she goes honey i think there's a leak in the roof can you get that fixed he goes what i look like bob villa next day the husband comes home (laughs) the roof's fixed the plumbing's fixed the car's running he asked the wife what happened she goes i had a handyman come in and, and fix everything he goes, great. How much is that going to cost me? She said, nothing. He said he'd do it for free if I either baked him a cake cake or slept with him. He goes, well, what kind of cake did you make? She goes, what do I look like, Betty Crocker? <laughs> <laughs> I remember that one. Yeah, That's that a was, good one. That was a good one. <laughs> if you have a funny story, send it to 8029 at Comcast.net or give us a call at 267 266 5501. And now it is time for the Mortgage Mom segment with the Deanne Katsaris, the Mortgage Mom from Green Tree Mortgage. And her topic is how a mortgage works. I am on the edge of my seat. <laughs> well, when I go through the process, Mark, people always, you know, have questions. And financial literacy, you and I talk about this all the time. People don't really have any because it's not taught anywhere. So I wanted to just run through this because many people have questions when they get a mortgage. Um, for some, they may wonder what type of mortgage to get or what mortgage terms are like, what is principal? What's a down payment? What's mortgage insurance mean? So 
whenever you're in the process, it's important to get your questions answers answered. And that's basically my goal with this segment today. So I want to begin by explaining what a mortgage means. And a mortgage is a real estate loan that allows a mortgage lender to loan money based on the value of a home. So the lender will issue a note and a deed, and they will hold the title to the home until it's paid in full. And that's when you'll get it back. The lender also charges an interest rate on the money borrowed, um, typically a 15-year, a 20-year, or over a 30-year period of time. Now, the amount of money borrowed is called the principal. And the lender is going to lend a percentage of the value of the home based upon the program that you qualify. And this goes back to everybody thinking that you need 20% down. Right. When actually, you know, there are loan programs as low as 3%. Right. So the rest of that money is called a down payment. And the down payment is an upfront payment made when the home is purchased. So the down payment is a portion of the purchase price that's basically paid out of pocket. Right. And the down payment funds typically come from your personal savings or it could come as a gift from a close family member. Or some, and the down, or, or some programs that are out there too. Exactly. There's a, there's a few grant programs out there um, that you would just have to qualify in order to do that. But the down payment covers a percentage of the total purchase price. So mortgage insurance, or other known as MI, is required on most loans when less than 20% down is made. And then mortgage insurance basically lowers the risk to the creditor or the lender of the loan so that the borrower can qualify for a loan that they might not otherwise be able to qualify for. Right. So there's several different kinds of loans available with mortgage insurance, and there's two types of interest rates available. You can have your fixed rate mortgage, and you can also have your adjustable rate mortgages. The most popular was a fixed rate mortgage, but today with the market the way it is, the adjustable rate um, mortgages have come back strong. So in a fixed rate mortgage, the interest rate is fixed for the entire time of the mortgage. It will never change, no matter what interest rates in the current market are doing. Right. That's why you should buy and not rent. Correct. An adjustable rate mortgage, or what's known as an ARM, is an interest rate that changes periodically based on the terms. This means that the monthly payment can change. Now, what goes into the monthly payment? It consists of your principal, which is is the amount of the money that was borrowed and interest, and an interest rate that you agree to pay at the beginning of the loan. And the loan is paid off by making monthly payments against the principal. And every time a monthly payment is made against the principal, it amortizes it. So, and that is the process of spreading out a loan into a series of fixed payments over a period of time. So the monthly home loan payment remains the same every month. There's only two things that can change it, and that is your homeowner's insurance and also your real estate taxes. So there's a lot more to go into, Mark, with this, and and we can pick it up because I can see that the excitement is just overwhelming um, with this topic. But it's things that people need to know because not every- Yeah, 48% of Philly is renting. Yeah. There's no reason for that. I'm going to fix that. I, I'm definitely going to fix it. She's on a mission. I am. I am it. on a mission. Um, I'm just camp- coming back from Tennessee, 
and I am loaded with a bunch of marketing strategies, Facebook things. It's watch out. I am going to change that percentage. So we need to change that. 48% is way too high. Agreed. So if anybody has any questions, you can give me a call at 609-605-7153. All right. Very good. That was a good topic. All right. All right. So we're at the question. So what's the first question? The first question is, I'm on social security and I'm now disabled. My domestic partner is also on social security. She makes about 866. I make 925 a month. Can I qualify for a VA loan? As long as one of them is a vet. Well, that's not necessarily true. They have to be married to each other. So oh, that's right. they can't be just right. They can't they just be living together. They actually have to be married. So can you qualify for a VA loan if you're married and you're also a vet? Yes. All right. What's the next one? The next question is I would like to lease option or rent for my family. And I need an agreement that will work with me regarding the deposits, like your first month and your last months. Where can I get one? Well, you need to talk to a real estate professional. I, I would get a hold of somebody that's in the business. And the why lease option? Because they're not, well, there's, well, there's a lot more to the story that we don't understand. There's a reason they right. want to do a lease option. Maybe they're not going to be along, but I don't know. Like, if you're not going to be only be around for five years, why would you do a lease option? I would just buy the damn thing. But right. you you need to talk to a real estate professional. Call somebody up and and tell them your whole story. They need the whole, need the whole story. Because a lease option, yeah. you, I don't know why you're worrying about the first and last payment. That's not the most important of the lease option. Again, somebody that needs needs a consultation. Right. Yeah, they need a consultation. What's the next? One? All right, the next question is: My income is nineteen thousand one hundred twenty five dollars. Can I buy a house with this income? And again, it depends. It depends on what your credit score is. It depends on what you're looking to purchase. That is right. a little low um, in order to purchase. But again, if you're looking to buy something that's maybe thirty forty thousand, it's possible. Or maybe you're looking to get into like a duplex where we can use that. Maybe a small condo. Yeah. You're going to have condo fees. I don't think so. But anyway, um, again, a little bit more information we need, but it, it depends on what you want to, uh, what you want to buy. The next question is what does an inspection cover on the house in detail? In detail. They covers everything. It's when they come, you hire a home inspector, they show up with a template and they go through the whole house, how to turn the water on, how to turn the water off, how to turn the gas off. They go through everything and they give you, it's a manual. They give you an owner's manual and, yeah. and it's very detailed. And then they inspect all the major systems. They look at other things. If there's paint chipping and windows and seals on windows, you're going to know everything about this house after this home inspection. And that, that is the detail. Right. I mean, it's all detail. Right. Like it's going to be a big book you get. So the cost of a home inspection is going to run away about what? 450 bucks, 500 bucks. And you're going to know everything. Right. Right. And All it's right. definitely worth it. No doubt. All right. Good questions. So Mark coming up next is going to be our guest segment. And I'm so excited to have Howard and Tara Dureyes on. They are the broker owners of Next Home Lifestyle Realty. And we're here to talk about an amazing program called the Buyer's Rebate Program. So they're going to be coming up next. All right, very good. 
So with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All positive all the time. We'll be right back. Deanne and Mark are halfway through this week's edition of Good News in Real Estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. When the show returns, more real estate news from around the Delaware Valley. This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All positive, all the time. So where are we at, Deanne? So, Mark, we are up to our guest segment, and very excited to have Howard and Tara DeReyes, and they are the broker owners of Next Home Lifestyle Realty, and they're here to talk about this amazing program. Um, it's called a Buyer's Rebate Program. So welcome, everyone. Hi, Howard. Hi, Tara. How are you? Hello. Very good. Thanks for having us. Very welcome. I'm interested in hearing about this program, so tell us how this works. Well, the program came about... Uh, Almost 12 years ago, January 17, 2010, uh, right before John Corzine left office, uh, put the get put in uh, New Jersey as a buyer rebate state, and uh, making us at the time the 43rd state uh, to have this buyer rebate provision. Uh, the buyer rebate provision uh, is where we. Uh, as brokers can give away part of our buyer broker commission. So basically, um, you know, homes are typically listed at five or six percent. Let's take six percent um, as uh, the number. Uh, so if we sold a three hundred thousand dollar home, uh, we would get three percent, half of that six percent, which would be forty five hundred dollars, and then we could give away part of our buyer broker commission to the buyer. Uh, nobody uses this program in South Jersey. We've done our homework. We're the only ones. Um, but it's just been a it's been a challenge to get it out to the public because of the misinformation from uh, either our own realtor brethren or just people think that uh, it's just too good to be true uh, that realtors will give you back money. Uh, at closing. That's interesting because I haven't heard about it. You you have or have not, Mark? I have not. I've heard of some things similar, but I didn't I don't know of any offices that are doing that. Here's here's the thing. The the buyer rebate program is on the other side of the buyer agency agreement. So in New Jersey, in order to have a a uh, buyer agency with a, a buyer, it, it should be in writing. Uh, and basically we use the buyer rebate, I mean the buyer agency uh, agreement when we deal with buyers. And then on the other side, Axiom 10, line 59 of the New Jersey Realtor Buyer Agency Agreement lies the buyer rebate program. And uh, it's pretty self-explanatory. It's not too challenging. Uh, but as we're out in the field and we're explaining it to people, um, you know, if we explain it in front of another realtor, another realtor might say that's illegal or this, that, and the other. And we just tell them that they need to get educated on it. And we tell them exactly where to go. Um, you know, but it, it puts in the buyer uh, on the buyer side, there is no real competition. This really creates competition. And I think that's what the, the federal government wants. 
have more buyer competition. There's tons of competition on the seller side, but not on the buyer side. This the the other thing that is very interesting about it is that it's actually offered in 40 states in the United States. You don't hear about it a lot because in all honesty, you're you have to have a broker that will do it. First of all, it has to be provided by the broker of the company in order for it to be done. If your broker doesn't offer it, then an agent, an average agent can't offer it to their clients. So it has to be through the broker first. And a lot of brokers, you know, they either don't want to give up their commission or they don't want to provide it. And that's the prerogative not to, but it's there for the agents or the brokers that do choose to want to use it. And we're one of those. We feel like if you're coming to us as a buyer, being in the real estate business is all about people. People have hard times. People have challenges. You want to give back to those people as much as you can. And it is this gives us the opportunity to do that, utilizing something that ultimately they're paying because they're purchasing the house. <laughs> We're giving them back just a right. little bit to help them either with their closing costs, because it can be used for closing costs. It can be used... Mm. It can be, if they're not doing a mortgage, you can give them a check. Most times mortgage companies and Deanne, you can, you can verify this, would not be Money giving back. them no. back cash at the table. But if they don't use a mortgage, they can get a check at the table from the title right. company for that amount to use in their home. But in the mortgage, in, in the mortgage industry, right. and we've discussed this with Deanne, is this is something that they could use towards pre-plays and closing costs as a credit on, on the hot sheet. And as long as it doesn't go over a certain amount, it's valuable to use for people. And it, it comes out to be a couple of thousand dollars, depending on what price home that you are purchasing, at least with our company. Right. And that's one of the big, the big stumbling stones for buyers is right. that closing yes. costs money. And the other thing too, it also gives them a peace of mind Maybe they're really tight with their funds. Like we just did the segment on, you know, what is a, a home inspection? Now, this may allow someone to actually get a home inspection where they were really worried about having that cost. Yeah, they're worried about money. So they're cutting corners. And unfortunately, right. the home inspection is one of the areas. Absolutely. It's the first to go. And it should never be the first to go, honestly, in my opinion. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, you should never buy a home without a home inspection, in our right. opinion. The, we have very specific uh, buyer rebate uh, rules for the way we want to do it, and we feel it's, it's very uh, very fair. And, uh, you know, if you're buying a home in, in South Jersey, uh, I feel as though you, you should be buying it with us. Of course. Yeah, of course. So here, the, the, the specifics of our program is basically – for every, it's basically a half a point. For every hundred thousand dollars of house, we're going to give you back five hundred dollars. Uh, so a three 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 hundred thousand dollar house, you'll get a fifteen hundred dollar rebate, and that goes that five hundred per hundred thousand goes all the way up to one million dollars. Anything over a million, we give a full point back, a thousand dollars per hundred thousand. So if you buy a two million dollar house, we're going to give back twenty thousand of our buyer broker commission. And that is con- that is uh, contracted between us and the buyer at the inception of our relationship, at the beginning of our relationship, and it is written down. Uh, and away we go. We go looking for homes, and 
they find a $2 million house in Sea Isle that they like. Uh, they go, uh, they're going to wind up getting a $20,000 uh, rebate uh, from us out of our buyer broker commission. And of course, anything you buy over a million, there's a 1% mansion tax. So it could offset their mansion tax. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's a great thing for buyers because that's the biggest stumbling stone, that closing cost. Yeah. And and that's a that's a big chunk of change. I mean, it really, you know, that that's a matter that could swing somebody from whether or not they're purchasing a hundred, you know, one million or one point two million. That's a big difference, and it's definitely something that helps. So, I I give you guys credit. I mean, I'm very excited to help market this idea. No, it it really does. It it really helps. Like you said, it helps the buyer. It's just something that people, as we've spoken to them and like Howard alluded to, when you're speaking to someone who is not in the real estate industry and understands the lo- the lingo and what you can and cannot do and stuff, they look at it and they almost look at it like we're trying to get one over on them. They're like, there's no free money. There's no that we are literally giving away part of our buyer broker commission to help you purchase your home. That is the end of it. That is the long and the short of it. And it's what we, Howard and I, have offered to do with the the funds that we're going to be receiving for helping you find a home. Um, and, yeah, the- and the reason most brokers don't do that is because the broker who's running that office has a policy right. that they're not allowed to do. But in all fairness to my broker friends, if uh, nobody's really using it, there's no need to use it. We're, we're bringing it to the table. So we, we start using it, maybe somebody else starts using it, and it becomes better for the, you know, for the consumer. And I think that's the way the federal government wants it to be. I also have to, per, per the law, um, say that rebates may be subject to state and federal income tax, and buyers should consult with the tax pro uh, for the implications of using a buyer rebate. Um, and those are just some of the disclaimers that we have to put on everything that we send out. Disclosures. It's, fabu- it's just a fabulous program. Right. Because the rebate could be considered income or something. Right. All right. Well, tell us how to get a hold of you guys so everybody knows how to reach you I for this. Because we go all the way to the shore and to the Poconos. So. <laughs> well, the best, the best way to get information as fast as possible is to reach us uh, via cell. You can call Howard directly on his cell phone, 609. 609- Two one four four eight four zero. You can either call or text him. We have brochures right on our phone. We can send you right away to kind of give you an idea. The other way to reach us is to go to our website, which is going to be New Jersey or NJBuyersRebate.com. It'll have an overview of the program. It won't give you all the details and everything that we can tell you over the phone, but NJBuyersRebate.com dot com will help give you a little bit of an insight of what it's going to be like what and what that program's going to be and tell us the name of your brokerage the brokerage is next home lifestyle realty Very and good. i'm tara Namchek, and this is howard darius we're we're he's broker of record i'm broker owner and uh this is this is what we choose to bring to south jersey market awesome thanks for being Very on the good. show guys well that was good a lot of good information thank you all right we'll talk soon All right. Very good. Thank you. All right. So coming up next is going to be our topic of the day, and that is six tips to help you sell a home during the holidays. All right. So with that, you're listening to Good News and Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210. 
WPHT All Positive all the time. We'll be right back. Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland is proudly being provided by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. Deanne and Mark will have more in a moment, but first, a message from one of our home team partners, Green Tree Mortgage. How much do you qualify for? Ask Deanne now at MortgageMom.net. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD All Positive all the time. So, Dan, that was a great segment, and that was an interesting program they had. They, people should get in touch with them. Yeah, I'm going to do my best to, to get it out there with people because it's a great program. I mean, right. and it's free money. And it helps you with your closing costs, especially, especially when you start talking about the shore and a million, two million dollar houses, getting I 20 know. grand back in south closing costs is a big deal. I mean, two million, you're getting 40. Yeah, that's, that's like, an- uh, let's redo the kitchen. Right, 100%. <laughs> All right, where are we at? So we are up to our topic of the day, which is six tips to help you sell a home during the holidays. All right. And there's a lot of myths about the holidays. And one of the biggest myths is it's not a good time to sign. And that's, that is definitely the wrong message. In fact, there is no seasons anymore. It's busy all year long. But the old myth about don't sell around the holidays is terrible. Because buyers around the holidays, they need to move. They don't have time to screw around. So typically winter holiday season is not the optimal time to sell, but the weather isn't conductive to showings. It's the middle of the school year. Most people think about the holiday planning. Of course, there are some, there's a lot of benefits if you sell your home in the winter. There's less competition because of the myth out there that people believe that you buy in the spring and summer. People also have time off around, around the holidays so they can maybe go see more homes and buyers may be motivated too to go looking. So if you're selling in homes around the holiday, there's things you can do to make a process easier. So if you're going to sell, stage it correctly. One un- unique benefit of selling a home during the holidays is that you actually use it to your advantage when it comes to staging. You're going to warm the place up during the holidays, make it easier for potential buyers to picture themselves there, add tasteful but s- simple holiday decorations. You know, don't go overboard with, you know, 19 different Santa Clauses and clutter to join up. You know, focus on cozy features like fireplaces and, you know, classic real estate tricks and baking cookies. They <laughs> make, have candles that smell make sure like you're apple warm, pie. Te- yeah, warm temperature-wise, <laughs> too. You know, make sure the place ain't freezing. Uh, uh, clean up curb appeal is a big deal. Why the winter sometimes makes it because it snows, stuff like that. You know, shovel the walkways, illuminate the pathways. Make sure there's a doormat so they can wipe their feet. And then one of the biggest ones is price it right. If you price a if you price a house correctly right now and it shows right, it's going to sell. I got two listings coming up now. I guarantee they're both going to go gone in a week. So it's a great time to sell. There's no inventory. Many variables go into pricing. So make sure you have a good agent, and you know they're not like you're shooting for the moon just because you think you can. It's got to appraise. So price it right. It'll be a lot less haggle and hassle, and you'll. Get to, get to the settlement table quicker. And make sure you got a good agent. This is like an important point. I'm going to give the audience a tip here that they don't know. Any agent at, that got a license after 2005 five, has never been in a market like this before. And there's a lot of agents struggling because they don't have listings and they're not used to this tight of a seller's market. So you want a really good agent. 
uh, and then another thing that you want to be flexible, even though it's the holidays, you got to show the house. You know, everybody's busy. They're running around. They got plans. If you're selling your house, you need to be flexible, accessible when it comes to showings. You know, if you, if they can't see it, they can't buy it. So you got to work out that, you know, everybody's busy. So if they call you, you know, maybe you have it on a lockbox. Or maybe if you're not comfortable with that, you make sure somebody's there. But you got to be flexible with showings. You know, I had one person one tell me, I, I only want showings between 1 and 2 on Sunday. Well, you're eliminating like 90% of the buyers. So focus on outdoor features. Make sure everything outside is well-equipped. The lighting's good. You know, the roof, take a look at everything, the roof. You could also show off your convenient winter feathers, like uh, features like heating and attached garages. If you manage your expectations before you put the house on the market during the holidays, it's going to help you stay more relaxed and also hopefully sell your house faster. They're like simple tips. And I'm telling you, buyers during the holidays, they have to buy. They don't have time to screw around. That's why they're looking. Yep. It's a great time to sell. And that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> now, that it is. A- I just hate that myth. You know, I don't know. sell your house. And a lot of agents, especially the older ones, once Halloween they're tapping comes, out. They, I know. Yeah, they're tapping out after Halloween. It's stupid. Yeah, agreed. All right. Good. That was a good segment. Thank so- you. Thank you very much. <laughs> You're very welcome. So, Mark, we are up to our segment with Dr. A, and our topic today is understanding and improving emotional intelligence. Hey, Dr. Abelson, how are you? I'm doing marvelous, Mark. How are you guys? We are very good. <laughs> We're great. Good. So it's dark up here in Philly. I hate daylight savings time. So pick us up where we were last week. Well, we, we started talking about emotional intelligence, and I pointed out there are five different components of it, and we're going to talk about one of those components again today, all right? And we one we're going to talk about today deals with social awareness, which is somebody's ability to understand the emotional makeup of other people and how their words and actions affect themselves and other people. That sounds really complicated. It is a good one because it's it, it happens all the time. Like when people walk into a room and they kind of figure out what's what's the environment of the room or they kind of read the room. Same thing with an individual. You're trying to sell something to somebody and you're trying to read them, right? So what happens is the social awareness is the extent to which you can really pick up those cues and you're very good at picking up those cues. Some people are excellent at it and some people don't even have a clue, right? And, and That's right. And we know the and, difference. And I'll tell you what. That's why I, when I teach the disc and, and talk about you all, to all the students, it's really important because if you walk in a room and they're both got their arms crossed, you can kind of guess that they're S's or C's and then you can treat them the way they want to be treated because they're going to have a million questions. They will. And what happens with the social awareness is it doesn't look at what they look like. It looks at the emotional reaction to it and how people might be feeling. So if they're crossing their arms, sometimes they're either resistant or they're closed and they're, they're not open-minded or they're not open to what you're saying. So you can, you can read the nonverbals that way. But let's talk about, since we don't have a lot of time, let's talk about a couple of different techniques that you can use to demonstrate you are socially aware to other people, which will open them up. One of the easiest ways to do that is to ask questions. Another way is to be empathic. Now, Empathy, there's a difference between being empathic and being sympathetic. 
Sympathetic is you tell somebody that you know how they're feeling because you've had a similar experience. Empathy is you when you reflect the feeling back and you demonstrate that you know how they're feeling. So for example, there's so many people who go through divorces, which is unfortunate, but it's easy to use that as an example. So sympathy would be, oh, I know exactly how you're feeling. I got divorced myself a couple of years ago, right? That doesn't open people up. That doesn't demonstrate you have a social awareness. What you want to do is be empathetic. So you start asking questions. How are you feeling because of that? Or are you hurting or are you shocked or are, is, 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 are you very sad? Uh, sometimes they're actually relieved because they're the ones who are the one wanted to, to get the divorce. So the issue is, are you identifying the feelings that the other person is experiencing and are reflecting that back? And when you do that, it demonstrates your ability to understand where they are as a person, not where you are, but where they are. That's a good tip because I'm not Mr. Observant. So I usually go in and my trick is I say to people, what's the most important thing you want to talk about? And then I shut up and then I try and, and then great. I try to f- see how they respond. And then I get a feel for what they're like. Right. And if they don't know what to say, it might be because they're confused or are you feeling confused that you reflect it back. And that is your demonstration of awareness. So if you're interested in learning more, we actually have a certification program that we're starting uh, in, in December. So enroll now because you can learn how to use a lot of different techniques and you can actually get an assessment on yourself, which is really cool. All you have to do is contact us at www.ableson.net or email us at succeed at ableson.net and we'll get you enrolled. These are great tips because nobody knows how somebody's feeling. So anyway, we'll continue this, doctor. Thanks, Dr. A. All right. Thank you. All right. If you have any questions, you can email them to Mark at 8029 at Comcast.net or give him a call at 267-266-5501. You can also email me at dnkatsaris at Comcast.net or give me a call at 609-605-7153. And a special thanks to all of our listeners. And we're looking for some new sponsors in our fourth. We'll be going into our 15th year. And we're looking at Grow Our Show. You can listen to us every Saturday at 1 o'clock. We're here on Talk Radio 1210, the number one talk station in the Philly market. And we hope to hear from you. Listen every Saturday. So with that, have a great week. I'm Mark Cumberland. I'm Deanne Katsaris, your mortgage mom. You've been listening to Good News and Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. All positive. All positive. All, all the, the time. time. Thanks for listening to Good News in Real Estate, a Jacob Media production. If you're interested in learning more about the power of the radio hour, contact Joe Kraus at 267-261-3428. This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate. All opinions or statements expressed on the program are solely those of Good News in Real Estate or their guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT or Odyssey. This program has been pre-recorded.